Welcome to the Building Great Lives podcast, a podcast about real life, real issues, and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions. And now your host, Trent Gillum. Greetings, everyone. Trent here. Welcome to episode number 73 of the podcast. I'm glad you've joined the Building Great Lives journey. Before we get started, as always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners and to you, the listener. You make this ministry possible, and I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes with your family and friends. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some things we should never forget. I want you to consider this episode a call to remembrance. While we all face many difficulties, God is calling us to remember his mighty works. The psalmist Asaph declared in Psalms chapter 77 and verse 11, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. David also reminded us in Psalms 103 and verse 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Another translation says, Don't forget a single blessing. Another says, Don't forget all his kind deeds. And another, I will bless the Lord and not forget the glorious things he does for me. Have you ever wondered why the book of Deuteronomy is in the Bible? Let me explain. When you read Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, they all have a theme. When you read through Genesis, you find that God created. You find the story of Jacob. You find the story of Israel going into Egypt. And you hear the word of the Lord say, Don't be afraid to go into Egypt, for I will go with thee. Don't be afraid I will also bring you out. When you get into the book of Exodus, you find the Exodus. You find them coming out. You find God providing for them at the Red Sea, providing them food in the wilderness, water in the wilderness. You find them journeying toward the promise. So all the books of the Bible have a theme, but when you begin to get into the book of Deuteronomy, if you read it, you will notice something. It won't take you very long. You'll think, I feel like I've heard this story before. And then you'll read further and you'll go, yes, I've heard this story before. The book of Deuteronomy seems out of place because it is telling stories that you have already heard before. Matter of fact, the book of Deuteronomy is 34 chapters. The first 30 chapters are things you've already heard before. So why is that? Why is the book of Deuteronomy even in the Bible if we've all heard these stories before? The word Deuteronomy literally means second telling. In essence, that's what the book does. 
It is a retelling, a repetition, or a reminder of the covenant that God made with his people. Moses declared in Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse number 9, Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them to thy sons and to thy sons' sons. Moses understood Israel would face difficult days. And before they transitioned into the promised land, Moses called the congregation together and reminded them of all that God had done for them. Because he understood when you go in and face new enemies, you need to remember that the God that brought you out is the God that will take you in. The book of Deuteronomy is a reminder to Israel God is still in control. God gave you a word of promise and God will deliver you just as he has. He will do again. The book of Deuteronomy is there not just to remind Israel, but now thousands of years later, the book of Deuteronomy brings a whole new exciting meaning to all of us because it is there to remind us. But not just the book of Deuteronomy, the entire word of God from Genesis to Revelation is set there to remind us of the goodness of God, of the things of God. When we begin to think of the goodness of the Lord, there is something that begins to stir up inside of us. It reminds us that no matter what we're facing, God is bigger, that God is greater, and that God is going to provide a way out. I hope you can feel what I'm saying. I feel the touch of God right now. God is saying, I have set things in place that you could remember that no matter what you're dealing with, I'm greater than that. Listener, I want you to know, while I'm certainly no Moses, I want to remind you God will make a way. I want you to know that God is going to keep working for your benefit. This is a call to remembrance. Jeremiah stood and looked at Jerusalem. It had been destroyed. Jeremiah being overwhelmed with this sight. The Bible said that grief overtook him and he described it as such as carrying a heavy chain while enclosed in a dark place filled with bitterness. He hath also broken my teeth with gravel stones. He had covered me with ashes, removed my soul far off from peace, and I forgot prosperity. My strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. But through all of his suffering, through everything that his eyes saw, through all of the destruction and all of the disappointment, all of the things that tried to make him forget the prosperity of the Lord's blessings. He wrote in the book of Lamentations, chapter 3 and verse 21 through 24, this I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Oh, what a thing to remember. They are new every morning. Great 
is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore I will hope in him. Jeremiah said, when I'm going through things that made me forget the prosperity, that means the benefit of the Lord, I recalled to my mind the goodness of God's mercy, God's great faithfulness, how his mercies new every day, how my portion is in the Lord, not in the trial that I am facing. And when he began to recall those things to mind, hope rose up inside of him. That's why there's some things you'd need to never forget. Every one of us could think of something that we wish we could forget. However, that's not how the mind works. We wish that we could never have to remember the bad days again, but there are some things that we should never forget, and that's the goodness of the Lord. It will, as it did Jeremiah, bring every one of us hope. So there are some things that are worth remembering. The first thing worth remembering is God still saves. God still forgives. 1 John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. No matter how far from God you may be, no matter how far away you may feel, God will still forgive you. God is still calling prodigals back to him, calling people from a far away place back to him. You may feel far from God, but God still saves. God still forgives from the lowest of the low. Our God's hand is not short. And when we begin to call on him, he will help. He will hear our cry and he will answer us. I am so thankful to know that we serve a God that is greater than our failures, greater than our mistakes, greater than our sins, and we must commit to memory. Oh, there's things the devil would like for you to forget. He would like for you to forget that God still forgives, but I want you to always remember there's some things that is worth remembering. God still forgives. No matter what you're going through, God still forgives. I'm telling you, listener, no matter how far away from God you may feel, you need to commit it to memory that our God is able to bring people from the depths of sin back to him. God still forgives. Maybe you're a parent and you're praying for a backslid child. Maybe you're praying for a backslid parent or family member. Commit it to memory. God still forgives. As long as there is breath, there is hope. God still forgives. Don't ever give up. I feel that for somebody right now. God's not giving up on you. God's not giving up on your family member. Don't ever forget that God still forgives. It's nothing like knowing and having confidence that no matter what we face, God still forgives forgives. One of our greatest enemies is condemnation because it tries to convince us that God has given up. But it's worth remembering 
There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Old things are passed away and all things become new. Why? Because God still forgives. Another thing worth remembering is that God is still in control. He's both in control of our world and of our lives. I love how Isaiah chapter 14 verse 24 says, The Lord of hosts hath sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand. There are many people that will try to tell you, Oh, there's so much going on in the world. This is happening. That's happening. That's trying to destroy the world. And I'm certainly not saying that evil doesn't exist. But let me remind you, the word of the Lord said, As the Lord has said, as the Lord hath thought, so shall it come to pass. As the Lord has purposed, so shall it stand. My question is, who or what is stronger than our God? I say nothing. The Lord has sworn by himself. It shall come to pass. He is still in control. Isaiah continued in chapter 14 and verse 26 through 27. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations. For the Lord of hosts hath purposed and who shall annul it? And his hand is stretched out and who shall turn it back? Those are powerful verses to commit to memory. When you face difficult things in your life or you see difficult things happening in the world, remember, no one can annul the greater purpose of God. Now, certainly we can make decisions that remove ourselves from the things of God, and we should acknowledge that and work very diligently to remain in the will of God. However, nothing can defeat the overall plan of God. Nothing. The Bible continued in the book of Daniel, chapter 2, verse 20 through 22. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. God is in control of the times, the seasons, and the kings. He sets them up. He takes them down. God is still in control of our world, and he is also in control of our lives. For he knows the very number of hair on our head. He is watching out for us every day. Another thing that is important to remember God still makes a way. Isaiah 43, verse 15 and 16, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea and a path in the mighty waters. Isaiah 43 and verse 19 continued, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? 
I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God made a way for Daniel in the lion's den. God made a way for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. And we must never forget. There's some things worth remembering. God will continue to make a way for us. Don't ever forget it. Put it to memory. God will make a way. Another important thing to remember is miracles still happen. God's power has not ceased, nor has it weakened. Mark chapter 16 verse 17 declares, signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. As a matter of fact, there's miracles all around us, everywhere we look. The healer is working. The deliverer is working. The forgiver is working. And you can receive the miracle that you need even right now while this word is going forth through this podcast. God is saying, I want to call to remembrance some things. I am still a miracle worker. God is still looking to do miracles in your life. Listener, I don't know what your need is as an individual right now, but I want to call to remembrance. God is still wanting to work miracles in your life. And another thing that we must remember, praise still works. The enemy would love to silence your praise. The psalmist declared in Psalms 34 and 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. In the good times, remember, praise works. In the difficult times, remember, praise still works. Why? Because when we begin to lift our voice and praise our God, things begin to change. We must remember, it doesn't matter what the day is. It doesn't matter how modern the times are. There is still an old answer to a modern problem. Praise still brings the breakthrough. When we begin to think of the goodness of Jesus, something rises up on the inside of us and praise begins to build up and flow from us. And it's in that moment that we recognize that our God can do anything and that with him, all things are possible. Oh, just beginning to think back over the times that God healed my body. God made a way where there seemeth to be no way in my life. Looking back at all the times where I could not do it on my own, but the Lord stepped in. Just begin to remember how God worked in your life. There's no such thing as coincidence. All the doors that have opened for you and the things that fell into place, God made a way for you. And when you begin to think on those things, when you begin to meditate on the good things of God, all of a sudden praise begins to come forth. No matter what you're currently dealing with, Praise will bring the breakthrough in your life. There was a man named Paul and a man named Silas. And in the book of Acts chapter 16, they had been preaching and teaching and they were thrown in prison. Verses 25 and 26 declares, And at midnight, Paul and Silas, 
They did the only thing they knew how to do. They were chained, they had been beaten, and they were in the inner cell in the darkest of the dungeons. And at midnight, they began to pray, and they sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. They wasn't very quiet about it. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately, all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. How did that happen? Because praise still works. There are some things worth remembering. Don't ever forget, no matter what you're going through, praise still works. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of hands. There are sometimes, young Timothy, you just got to remember because when you begin to remember, it will stir up the things of God in your life. And while there are some things we wish we could forget, let's never forget the goodness of the Lord. Those things are worth remembering. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. I want to pray that you'd be encouraged. I want to pray that you would remember the benefits of the Lord. Lord, I know that every listener, they are dealing with real issues in a world filled with real troubles. But you, God are greater. You, God, are worthy of our praise. God, I pray right now that you would begin to remind each listener, take them down memory lane, not of the bad things, but of how you took the trauma and turned it into testimony, how you made a way, how you provided, how when they could not do it for themselves, you came through. And Lord, when they begin to think of that, just like David, when he's on the run from Saul, he saw that sword, that only sword. It wasn't a sword that had been balanced for his hands and his size. It was the sword of Goliath. That sword was not good for David to hold in his hands and fight with, but yet there was something more powerful about that sword. It was a reminder of a victory in a time gone by. And David said, there is no sword like that sword. Oh, the remembrance of how God brought him through then reminded him that God would bring him through now. Listener, God is reminding us what he has done for us in the past. He will continue to do for us today. And as always, Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum. That's G-I-L-L-I-A-M. On Instagram at Rev Gillum. You can also reach me directly at buildinggreatlivespodcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives podcast. 
a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions.